The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist... Why do you hesitate? Why does it sound like you are bracing for impact before you throw it to me? Because every time you open your mouth, I just cringe a little bit to see what's <laughs> going to go wrong. And this week, it was a rant. When all you had to say was, that's me, we got an entire diatribe. But the podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing tonight, Steve? Well, I was just scolded, and so I feel appropriately shamed. Otherwise, having a pretty good night. Well, that's good. We're back this week, James. We are back, and thank you all who noticed that we were gone. That was zero of you, but that's okay, because we are not easily dissuaded. (laughs) A total lack of audience has never stopped us before, and it will not stop us now, especially not tonight, since I'm the one coming up with the question. Steve. We need questions, people, so yeah. write in a question. You go right to the front of the line, which is you. I, uh, what do you got, James? I have been home with my kids a lot lately, and today they were fighting like crazy about anything and everything and nothing, <laughs> mostly nothing. They can fight about nothing for hours. So what I want to know is how much sibling rivalry is healthy, and at what point does it become a problem? Well, what are you calling sibling rivalry? Like that seems to be a here. Here's why I ask. Sibling rivalry tends to refer to things that kids do to either leap over or gain attention, gain the spotlight from a sib. Are you talking about just any kind of warring between the siblings? Yeah. All right. So what would that just be? General, general fighting and arguments. Then I guess not necessarily rivalry. Sibling oh, warfare, okay. perhaps. <laughs> well, I wouldn't put it any different than anybody else. I, I do think there is something to be said for kids learning how to work stuff out between them. The problem with siblings is you're going to have some that are, uh, I'll just be uh, exaggerating, some that are one foot tall and some that are 10 feet tall. And so it's not really a fair fight if they really get heated. But allowing kids, if it's just verbal and kids are sparring, I would let that go. Like, teach them how to defend themselves, how to put their argument out there. When it starts decompensating into someone's going to throw something or punch or bite or pull hair or something, then you got to break them up. But I like when kids work out the rhythm of how do you resolve something between two people. And who better to do that than your sibling? You're around each other all the time. Most sibs are roughly the same age. Um, You don't have parents intervening. If a kid is really getting hammered or sort of stuck and doesn't know how to put something into words, the parent can then kind of intervene and just help them articulate their point. Teach them how to do that, how to negotiate. And emotion always comes in because kids don't have a governor to their throttle emotionally like adults do. So that part needs to be monitored some. But I do like a little bit of warring. I will say... The people that you are most likely to argue with or fight with are the people that are the closest to you all the time. I think um, one of the stats, I'm making this up a little bit, but like 80% of traffic accidents happen within a mile of your house. And that doesn't mean you live in a dangerous place. It means that you are most often, when you are in your car, 
close to your house. You're you're more often there than anywhere else. So that's where the odds are the highest. And for you, James, when you get cranky, your wife is there. So you and your wife may just nying, 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 nying with each other. So sibling rivalry is unavoidable just because you're in each other's space all the time and you touch each other's stuff and you're learning how to share and how to breathe and all of that kind of thing. So I do believe parents that shut it down immediately are doing their kids a disservice because they're not teaching kids how to resolve and deal with that frustration and interpersonal dynamic later in life. But if it starts to really deteriorate into something that is vicious or out of control or irrational, that's when you've got to slow it down. Help kids learn how to put that governor on their emotional throttle. What say you, James Breakwell? Well, my kids definitely don't have any kind of an emotional throttle. Everything is. You, you mean a governor? Governor, there we go. Yeah, they definitely have a throttle, and the throttle's always pushed down to the max. Everything <laughs> with them is life or death. It goes from normal conversation to screaming instantly, all the time. Before we recorded this podcast, I had to go upstairs and threaten them all to stop screaming at each other so I could record this and seem like a decent human being. You know, Anna. Ooh. Yeah, you got you got to keep the threats going. That's a good part of parenting. I, I don't know what happens if they do scream. I don't really have anything to follow through with on that threat. But hey, I had to make it. Um, the one thing I think it's really useful about sibling rivalry. Um, I noticed the difference with uh, with people who are only children growing up. The only children I would deal with who were my friends. Like if you have a disagreement with them, and maybe this was just in my small circle of friends, but it seemed like they didn't. They didn't know how to bounce back from an argument or a fight or a disagreement. Right. If there was a disagreement, right. they just they wanted to cut you out of their life like it was a huge thing. Whereas when you've got siblings, no matter how much you hate them, no matter how much you're mad at them in the moment, they're not going anywhere. They're stuck in your house. So you eventually, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you learn to get over it. And you learn to get over it really, really fast. Growing up, my siblings and I would be at each other's throats. And 10 seconds later, we'll be playing together completely, you know, completely fine. And you forget what you're fighting about. Because you just, you get over it and you move on because they're not going anywhere and you're not going anywhere. And I think that's a skill you kind of lose if you have people you can get rid of. If you, you know, you don't, if there's a friend you're having an argument with, you like, you're not required to live with that friend. You're not required to see that friend every day in a lot of cases. So you can, uh, you can try to cut them out of your life and that's not necessarily healthy. So yeah, the uh, being stuck in kind of knife fighting range with your siblings really gives you a chance to work it out in a, uh, in a safe environment where you're not going to get shunned and you can learn those interpersonal skills and you can learn which buttons to not push and you can learn which buttons to get away with pushing uh, and kind of see how that goes. So yeah, I think there's a lot of really good social skills that come out of it. And I'm going to convince myself to believe that. I'm just going to choose to believe that my kids fighting all the time means they're going to grow up to just be super emotionally well developed adults. They're going to have that empathy all dialed in because they will have gotten all of the arguments out of their system every possible way they could disagree with some Somebody will have been accomplished before the age of 11, so they will they will be on the path to peace. Uh, how did you and your siblings get along growing up? I think you're the oldest, James, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I, same with me. We're both uh, first children. You had, I think, seven sibs, seven total. I had five total in mine. So we both grew in pretty big families. The advantage I always had was that I was bigger. Like, I was physically bigger for almost all of my life. Um one of my brothers is pretty big, but he's the youngest. Like, he's 15 years younger than me. So ah. the others are a little smaller than me even today. So I didn't necessarily have to learn how to be civil or diplomatic because I could always just get him in a headlock, and that was the <laughs> end of that. <laughs> the The saving grace for every kid, though, is there is a... Um, 
there is a force greater than us that can intervene, which is the parent. And so you can get a little bit out of hand. And if we were all boys, we had all five boys. And so we'd start banging on each other. Like parents would come in and shut everything down. But um, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. There was a lot of wrestling kinds of behaviors, especially if the parents were on the other end of the house or we were behind the garage or something. Like there was a little bit of fight club that went on, but it was it was rare. I don't know. I can't remember having a particular disagreement. I only know that I'm far more well-adjusted than everyone else. The uh, I had the same thing growing up where for most of my childhood, I was quite a bit bigger than the next two siblings who my my brothers. And uh, so I kind of had that power advantage. And I think it's because as the oldest child, you learn to eat fast. Uh, in my house, if you wanted seconds, you had to just eat fast. And I can just inhale food. Ask my wife. It drives her crazy. But yeah, I can throw it down fast. So I got more. So I got to be a couple inches bigger. But eventually, my brothers kind of caught up to me a little bit. We ended up, uh, by the time I got into high school, we were all on the same uh, the same cross-country team. We ended up being pretty good friends and getting along. And kind of the, the stage of sibling uh, rivalry where you beat on each other, that kind of went away. And I remember distinctly the moments where it stopped with, with my brother the next one down I was the best man at his wedding it's the, he's the one I bought a bear for a while back yeah. he uh so there was a t- I don't remember what was going on but I would just say you know I was bigger than him and he was doing something I didn't like and I hit him and he didn't say he just stopped fighting back he just looked at me he was like Gandhi it was like this passive resistance <laughs> like I couldn't do anything to him and I just stopped I was like what, what can I even do to that and now he's uh, he's still he's an inch shorter than me I'll, I'll lower that over him forever but he he lifts quite a bit of weights he thinks he's stronger than me now but he's not but I, I have not been able to test that and then the next one down after that I remember there was another time I was antagonizing him or doing and something with it and he pushed me and he was finally big enough that he was close enough in size to get me off balance and he got me just right and he pushed me and I fell on a thorn bush <laughs> and I still remember that <laughs> and that's the last time I ever remember messing with him physically so uh so, right, so yeah, he I, didn't I, take off running after that I did not but I wasn't very happy so eventually no, no, him, him. oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, he shoves you down, and then he's like, "Oh crap!" It was a very effective strategy. I don't know if he could have pulled it off if he planned it, but yeah, it definitely worked. Uh, my girls, you know, you always think about girls being nicer. They definitely have some physical altercations too, but they're not as common as they were with me and my siblings growing up. They're more yeah. into the screaming, and man, do they have some vocal cords on those kids. So let's just hope that they're developing some amazing personalities out of all this conflict. <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts? Uh, no, I don't think so. I just thinking of screaming. I took my daughter to see Hillary Duff in concert when she was like 11 or 10 <laughs> or something. And the sound of 8,000 10-year-old girls screaming is it it was painful physically to oh, me. Oh man. Yeah, I can I can hear that even now. It just, <laughs> uh, makes you, my, can, you could have heard it then, too, at your house. Yeah, probably. It makes my brain throb just thinking about it. Well, if you'd like your brain to throb with knowledge, send in a question to James Breakwell at ExplodingUnicorn.com, and we'll do our best to answer your relationship question. It doesn't have to be about marriage. It can be about you know siblings, parent-child, co-workers, whatever you've got. Send it in, and we'll do our best to answer it for you. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.